I'm as moist as a freshly baked Betty Crocker cake. The Ryan Kelly Morning After. KPN-TFM. HD2. Collinsville, St. Louis. It's in perspective, you're right. I didn't have it in proper perspective until I heard this. And now I'm beginning to really saddle it. It's Ryan Kelly Morning After. This is our Appliance Discounters 8 o'clock hours. We broadcast from the Michelob Ultra Studios. Timothy Mike McKernan, Douglas, Elvin, Vaughn, Plowhawk, Action Jackson, Chris Rabian today filling in for the vacationing. Ken Strode, if you're in need of an appliance right away, you won't wait weeks at Appliance Discounters. They have an 80,000-square-foot warehouse filled with G appliances along with other brands. You can't wait weeks when your refrigerator, washer, dryer go out. So come into one of their showrooms today, and they'll deliver tomorrow. If you're building or remodeling your home and don't need your appliances right away, they can hold them for you. And remember, you can always shop online at theappliancediscounters.com. Steve Schmidt, Kia, North County, phone line 636-900-4TMA. Uh, you can email in for our design, air, heating, and cooling email today, the morning after at InsideSTL.com, and text in the engineer design facilities text inbox, 314-881-TMA5. That's how you can get involved in the show as we broadcast from the Michelob Ultra Studios. And keep in mind, we're only, Doug, would you say, what, uh, 11 days away from the Lemmings Open? I guess that's is the that math. Is that all it is? That's the math. Got the pre-party oh. the night before at Maggie O'Brien's. Michelob sure. Ultra presents mm-hmm. the Lemmings Open. Oh. Michelob Ultra, it's only worth it if you enjoy it. 95 calories, 2.6 grams of carbs. Come on out. Breakfast from Donut Drive-In, lunch from Pot Belly Sandwiches, and then Uncle Leo's Pizza after the round of golf. Go low at the Lemmings Open. Sold out. Presented by Michelob Ultra Friday, September 23rd at Normandy Golf Course. And on Thursday, the night before, TMA Live. Everybody can come to that, though. Everybody can come and see sure they can. Eddie sure McVeigh in Sunset Hills. So yeah. that's where we will be doing TMA Live. Doug, you wanted to hear from Carl Adam. Good news. He oh, was on no. the Steve Schmidt Kia North County phone no. lines. Morning, uh, Carl Adam. Yeah. Can you guys speak up? Because my window got smashed out on Friday. I still haven't got a new one. I'm on. Highway 70. Who smashed out your window? Did you ask me who smashed it out? Yeah. Well, how would I know? So someone broke into your car? No one, no, nothing got stolen. So I don't know if it was nefarious or not, but I definitely don't have a window. I'm, I'm crossing the Blanchett Bridge. Doug, was it okay. nefarious? <laughs> I don't, well, then how does the window get knocked out if it wasn't somebody trying to break in there or are you having to break in to uh, unlock a door anyway so. you're burying the lead douglas and here's the deal is that i know for a fact you got ten thousand dollars in student loan forgiveness for john vaughn i got that's zero my money zero my money that you're using idiot so i'm gonna need two thousand dollars cash i got zero i, got I was a, i was the schmuck who actually paid i was a no, fool the idiot here. who actually I, paid no you're getting it all wrong I'm very happy that these students are getting $10,000. I wish they pay for all of it. Jackson is a prime example of somebody that's going to benefit from it. And so did Sean Vaughn. Well, what? So he here's didn't. the deal, though. You're wrong. I he didn't. I had to get an MRI because I have a labia tear in my shoulder. And then I also have this window torn out. I'm going to need $2,000 cash. Stupid. You're going to get nothing. <laughs> you, you took out the loan. You need anatomy back. lesson. You yeah, take Doug, a black. Uh, uh, you know, I have a, I have a labia tear as well. So yeah, I can make yeah. Wild. <laughs> Do you tape a black garbage bag, the uh, the Hoosiers 
temporary window on on that that missing piece there. Adam? He's gone. Oh, I, okay. I dropped him. I thought we were done. <laughs> oh. Wow, moved on. You had it up. A so bit. I thought we were done. It was a great move. The black garbage bag, and you just hear like the. Uh, the Colonel will join us coming up in an hour. Uh, great news. Michael Wellington is on the line. Oh. Doug, he was on the bag of Tim O'Neill this weekend. Was he? And Chris Nagel's going out to try to Monday qualify in uh, Napa. He's probably already out there. Uh, good morning, Michael. Good morning, gentlemen. They uh, rabie when you do back in Boys Town. Hey, Welly. <laughs> I'm going to get my people to get with your people. This guy, you cannot get on the golf course with this guy. He says he's out working, but... Uh... I think you were up at Belmont and Clark hinging over the weekend. That may be accurate. How are you, buddy? I'm good. It's good to hear your voice uh, on the air. Fellas, who was that guy yelling into the phone about nefarious activities? Oh, that was Caller Adam, Adam. Michael. Caller Adam. I don't know if I'm familiar with his work. He was uh, (laughs) very belligerent. He wants $2,000 from me, apparently. Doug, you're going to Venmo that to him yeah, now? I'm not going to Venmo him anything. Last time I played golf with Michael, it was the Monday that Chris qual- that he Mondayed for the Rocket Mortgage, right? Doug, was that the last time that Chris played golf? Well, I don't know. All right. So we're walking Raby's up. doing the Iggy thing where things that could be 18, handled privately are being we're walking handled. Up, we're walking up 18 at Aberdeen, and I said, what'd you end up shooting, Wellington? Just a smooth 69, Doug. Oh, smooth dude. operator. Shot. Smooth operator. Oh. Wow. Must be nice. Must be sweet. I think the I think the launch at Hot Shots was much better than the 69. No, Wellington's like the mayor of that place. Mayor of Hot Shots? Oh, it was unbelievable. Really? Doing if, you, a little, if you need me later today, I'll be at their event at uh, Gateway National celebrating uh, uh, just their wonderful product that they have out there. Should be a good lineup. How's it going for you, Looper? <laughs> Uh, pretty good. Had a fun week at the Ascension. Uh, you know, had a different bag, which was uh, which was cool to kind of see a different player, the, the different age group, the older guys, watch them play. Uh, you know, the, the guys at Ascension did a great job. Uh, the event was very well run, I think well received. Uh, I, felt, I felt like the, uh, the fans were out in droves, especially on Saturday and even on Sunday with the bad weather. Uh, so I think uh, St. Louis uh, had a good showing. I think the players definitely liked the event. I think they'd like to see the greens faster next year. But other than that, I think the golf course was in sensational shape. I think the Norwood staff was really good. I think, um, you know, those guys over there that are running the Ascension uh, events are, are doing some good things. And I think that this event's going to be a staple in the community for a long time. Oh, huh, that's good. Did you see Ken over there? I didn't see. Was he there? I didn't see him. I don't know if he made an appearance. Probably in the tournament. (laughs) He was playing. Made a big deal of parking in Justin Leonard's spot and then (laughs) tweeting a picture to him. But yeah, he said he was going to be kind of sauntering about. Wait a minute. He took a photo of Justin Leonard's parking spot and sent it to him on Twitter. I think he stopped in to to get a credential or something. Right I really front. wish I would have known that because we were paired with Justin Leonard yesterday. <laughs> oh, really? Were you really? Yeah, and he. let me tell you, that guy was a class act and an absolute surgeon with a wedge. I don't think I've ever seen a player that had more control with like distance wedge shots from like 80 out to like 110. It was really impressive. God bless. Uh, Producer Joe just sent me a picture. You know, your former co-host, 
Uh, just uh, sent me a pic- yes, yeah, <laughs> Nick and the Badger, R.I.P. Yeah, R.I.P. Uh, he he's got a picture of you on the uh, on the bag on number thirteen. I guess this is probably from. Uh, he sent me the same. He sent me some sort of a rousing message. Um, <laughs> of kind of him to be in our gallery. <laughs> was it was it kind of a nice hometown reception for you, Wellington? You're out there traveling the country, and now finally for the women of St. Louis, you're back and letting them have a glimpse of you as you stroll down the uh, the majestic green grounds of of that beautiful club. What well, was it nice to be back? Uh, completely. I went ahead and wore the red St. Louis Cardinals hat the entire time, oh. which was extremely well received. You know, yesterday, people sharing the information about Albert's home run, sharing the information about the Cardinals' victory. And a lot of the fans, uh, really, God love them, they, they thought that Tim O'Neill was from St. Louis just because I was wearing the hat, with the Cardinals hat. So, yeah, we were... Uh, I think the fans enjoyed uh, seeing that. I think that uh, obviously the hometown flavor is uh, is always nice, and it was nice to just to drive ten minutes from your own place to a golf course and caddy. And uh, Tim O'Neill played pretty well. I think he, you know, he would have maybe liked to have made a few more putts, but um, I hopefully that they'll give him another uh, invite back if he's not a full fledged member. Where'd you guys year. finish? Yeah, Michael? It, was, it was cool being at, at Norwood for sure. Where'd you finish? I want to say we were like around between 30th or 35th or 33rd, somewhere in there. I, I, I didn't check the last minute, but yesterday when we got finished, we were around there. Spencer texted me on uh, Saturday night saying that if you guys top 10, then he would be able to play in an event. I can't recall what the, where the event was. So I was monitoring South Dakota. Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah, Probably yeah. a good thing that Harrington won it for the, for the event. For the tournament, I think it's good that Harrington yeah, exactly. won. Exactly. a big name to keep winning. Exactly, you know? yes. Uh, and apparently, from what we were told or what we I saw him hit one tee shot, he's go, he's like the Bryson DeChambeau of the senior tour. He's doing all these weight-lifting workouts and, you know, letting his left foot kick out, trying to hit the ball as far as he can, and I guess it's paying off. Putting up weird Instagram videos in sports cars. <laughs> is, is, is that what he's doing? That's what Bryson does. <laughs> You haven't seen oh, these? I, oh, they're unbelievable. I try to not pay any attention. Yeah, to I'm on the yeah. I'm on the unfollow the Bryson train. Since you stayed home this weekend, how was the Hinge circuit in St. Louis? Yeah, that's a nice question. Michael Thank Doug you. is not very high on the Hinge scene in St. Louis. Oh, is that right? He was uh, more pleasantly surprised by what they have going on in the Quad Cities, if I'm it's not brutal. mistaken. <laughs> probably, ca- probably comparable. Two areas. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I, I wasn't. You know, because you obviously know my history with Hinge in St. Louis, I wasn't looking very aggressively, Doug. I mean, there were I, – I did uh, stumble across uh, a couple of nice-looking women last night on Hinge. Obviously, haven't had a chance to meet them yet in person. But if I wind up being in town this week, if, if, if obviously if Chris gets into uh, yep. Napa, I'll have to leave to go to California tomorrow morning. But if I'm here, there you know, there could be some uh, some Mexican food and, and maybe a margarita or two for the oh, ladies. Bill. I thought oh, you were going to say, if Chris, as in me, was here, then we'd get to hang out. We, we had a nice scene our last time we hit the town. I got to see Wellington wheel a little bit. Well, I was really watching you. That was more enjoyable. 
Just a couple of Playboys. Out. Well, Wellington, <laughs> Wellington, <laughs> Wellington, a couple of beefcakes. Yeah, Mike. Wellington picked a bad weekend because all the really fine honeys went to Manhattan <laughs> oh, to watch probably. that uh, <laughs> that potent offense in Missouri <laughs> take on Kansas State. So you probably had that B class of option because all you know the fine honeys and single mom from the do like were the same out six to girls on every dating app in St. Louis. <laughs> Is that right? Oh, Is yeah. it really? But Ken Wilkes, really, Michael, can 100%. you coordinate that or correlate that? I'm sorry. Plowhawk, I'm glad that you uh, that you brought up the massacre in Manhattan. <laughs> as a person for who, for his entire youth, went to Missouri football games and Missouri basketball games, and then seeing some of the things that have happened on that campus in Columbia, and then obviously the biggest fumble in the history of Missouri athletics by not hiring Tony Vitello to yeah. be the baseball coach at Missouri. I'm now, I have shifted my allegiance, and any time that Missouri plays sports, I hope they get buried. Wow! Oh, have a, a take. Have a day on Tiger Board. Well, you're getting your wish, yeah. too. <laughs> yeah, I just, I don't, I just, the decision-making there uh, on campus, also with the athletic teams, I just can't get behind it. I can't support it. Then Drinkowitz opened his mouth early in this year about Tennessee, uh, and I'm really looking forward to November 12th when they go to Rocky Top. That is going to be a bloodbath. Uh, Doug, uh, it could be a, hmm. a challenge for the Tigers to yeah. handle. But I think Missouri can go point for point with Josh Heupel's offense. Well, I don't. Well, if you have an interim coach, maybe. <laughs> uh, I might go to that game and wear Tennessee stuff because that's just one of the greatest places to watch a game. God, that's unbelievable. They get like 100,000 in there, don't oh, they? Yeah, yeah Neyland Stadium is... Yeah. How many do you think will be in uh, in, in Fro for eleven o'clock kick against Abilene? Twenty five, twenty five thousand. Six. Yeah, <laughs> there'll be six human beings. <laughs> <laughs> the same girls on hinge are gonna go. Mm. To- so yeah, uh, Nagel's got the Monday qualifier today, uh, and uh, if if he makes it, you uh, you get on a plane and head out to uh, the Bay Area. Yes, uh, Napa uh, <laughs> tomorrow or this week for the PGA Tour first uh, week of the season. Um, looking forward to that. Um, obviously, he's been outstanding in Monday qualifiers. But more importantly, fellas, where is Ken Strode today? <laughs> Cut that off. Uh, he has his uh, Megan Meyer Foundation golf tournament today. So he's out there okay, uh, shaping the ball from left to right uh, at Winghaven. Does he have like a? Do they have like a trivia night coming up or a nighttime event other than the he golf has a, a, He has the fan page bowling event. That is called Gobble Bowl. Okay, and then you're having the Lemmings open. The Lemmings open is a week from Friday at Normandy. Okay, well, even though he's not on the air today, I would like to donate three hour-long lessons to put in the silent auction or wow. any sort of Wow, 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 Doug. This guy, let me tell you something. Michael Wellington is a legitimate instructor. He should be an instructor. He should be an instructor. He really should. He can, he can get you compressing the ball. I wonder if well, Ken's wearing like, a. He needs help. I wonder if <laughs> Ken's wearing a pair of Steve Harvey's rejected parachute pants today on the golf course. He certainly knows an inseam that uh, most of us wouldn't dare go near. Oh, he's wearing that long zip up of some kind. One of them, the mm-hmm. quarter zip, whether it's salmon, white, lumberjack. Well, well, to listen to this outrageous move. You know, Iggy goes no shirt, no t-shirt, nothing under his quarter zip sweaters. <laughs> Not shocking. It's the biggest serial killer move I've ever heard. I, I, I think I'm 100% with Ravy. It's a super weird vibe because yeah. you're just one piece of cloth away from Ken Strode. Oh. One piece of used polo clearance. Mm. 
Secondhand sweater. <laughs> He has a pair of like I think I've seen these twice this year. He's got a pair of like brown, black checkered trousers that he must really enjoy. They look like they're kind of soft and floppy. Uh, and I've seen him wear them. I think at Normandy once this year, and I think I saw him when I was in the studio one time. They must be, you know, a favorite pair. Hopefully, he'll don those for the uh, Lemmings. That would be. Those are very strong. Well, he brought out canary yellow pant for the member guests this year to the delight of those oh in the Glendale, Oakland, Kirkwood areas. Kind of looks, like looks like he's wearing a tarp. Yeah. <laughs> Michael, always Look wonderful uh, to hear from you. Uh, if you don't uh, get out to Napa, we have a one, Doug, we have a wonderful date scheduled for Friday. Mm-hmm. Uh, ball strikers, uh, paradise. But uh, I certainly am pulling for Nagel today. Uh, to uh, to make it into the field, he's a, he's a Monday qualifying wizard. So uh, I certainly wouldn't bet against him. If you get to Napa, well, you mean you may need like four cell phones, like four belt holsters, just for all the <laughs> all the hinging. Oh wow, could be. Yeah. Actually, that's a good point. That may be a good area to hinge. Don't you think all the girls oh, up on wine? Unless the five girls from St. Louis make their way out there. <laughs> Doug, there's the five same girls from St. Louis. It was on six a moment ago. Same six <laughs> one girls. Of them, one of them, we, we lost her over the weekend. Yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah she just she got, got together with her ex. Yeah. Well, uh, boys, uh, always a pleasure. Thank you for having me. I've got to, I've got to let you go. i got to get over to Gateway so I can help with the lineup at the Hot Shots event. There you go. Oh, okay. He's going to help out. Uh, thank you, Hi, Michael. Molly. There he is, Michael Wellington with us here. Uh, the text inbox is active. I hadn't, uh, let's see what we got here. Uh, guys, Ken is wearing 4XL salmon nautica polo matched with a different shade of pink hat. It's not Hoosier, though. That's from <laughs> Big Tuft. Uh, the Illsider says that a boy Wellington. Mizzou is trash. Oh. That's from the Illsider. Uh, let's see. Hey, Christopher, you were taking over for Iggy in more ways than one today. We have a PGA Tour caddy on the phone, and you're making it all about you. I love your boobs. <laughs> That's I'm oh out of gosh. water. Iggy will point out that it's always all about the boobs. caddies. <laughs> uh, Harrington swings as hard as he can. The other seniors are nice and smooth. Doug, is their skin smooth on the uh, championship? I didn't tour? touch any of the seniors. Uh, let's see. The senior tour should be abolished. Put that money into KFT or Narcos tour. That's from Turvis Parish. He wants he wants the champions tour abolished. Well, that's a bad take. That's a bad take. <laughs> it's like Iggy is running around in Raby's body today. That's from Big Saggers. Boy, there's a there's a breast theme here. Right. I wonder if Madison Hedgecock got lucky over the weekend. Uh, as a matter of fact, he's also <laughs> right there. Top of the morning to you, boys. I just woke up from a bender with Patty Harrington after his win yesterday, after the trophy presentation. He and I locked ourselves in the honeymoon suite at the Days Inn in Pasadena Hills. They have a honeymoon suite at the Days Inn in Pasadena I don't Pasadena. know. That they, they must, or he wouldn't have written this <laughs> just, in. A, just a bigger bathtub? I would love to yeah. see that. <laughs> The only things we had to eat or drink were Pedialyte pistachios and each other's love. Oh, I thought he just told me he was taking me out for bangers and mash for breakfast this morning, but it turns out he just wanted to bang my ass, and I'm not complaining. That's from Madison Hedgecock, top of the bottom. Even like the biggest days in are like three stories. Like, like where, where is that? That's like your the... issue with the text. <laughs> 
Mm. Uh, Stephen Wildwood agrees with Tervis Parrish. Who gives an F about these old guys playing golf? Let's see them hinge pitches. Uh, hinge pictures. That's from Steve, and he's in Wildwood. Well, apparently they drew a pretty good crowd out there, so there's people that care. Look like people were fired up for the Barubi, Ozzy. Yeah. Uh, Skins- Ryan O'Reilly Ryan played. Ryan O'Reilly roars. Uh, lefty. O'Reilly's a lefty coach. Yeah, he is. Yeah. With a, with a nice swing. Imagine that, a professional athlete being able to hit a golf. I was watching briefly on Saturday, and Lee Trevino uh, was putting, and he missed it short, and he just goes, ah! <laughs> and then the announcer goes, yeah, Lee has let us know he's not interested in putting anymore. <laughs> <laughs> That's good commentary, though. I'll be honest. I, I really kind of enjoyed that. And then I went back over to Manhattan, Kansas, to see what the word was. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't interest me enough to keep, but I like that commentary. Licks, take notes. That's how you call into the show. That's from Danny Tanner. Uh, Danny Tanner with a message to Mr. Wicks. I was kind of shocked Klaibs didn't make his way into that uh, Skins game. Oh, he was in it? No, he wasn't, but oh. I figured that he would be. <laughs> hey, man, I'll play with Oz. The play Wizard. with Jordan. On a home run by I the Wizards. I literally saw Ahmad Rashad pick him up from the Cardinals complex once. Yep. Uh, <laughs> VIP auto accessories. <laughs> it's amazing. He's the He knows everybody in Jupiter, Florida. Uh, VIP Auto Accessories, the great Tommy Sabolka at VIP Auto Accessories is your one-stop shop for all of your van and truck upfitting. VIP Auto Accessories, your one-stop full-service shop for all your auto accessory needs. They do van and truck upfitting for commercial fleet vehicles. They provide graphic solutions for vehicles, retail office space, floors, windows, and more, and have a full array of public safety solutions, including for EMS and police fleets. VIP is now a full-service operation, providing top-quality service and the ability to get it done now. VIP's one-stop shop will save you time and hassle. Go to VIPAutoAccessories.com, or you can call Tommy Sabolka directly at 314-428-3900. That's Tommy Sabolka and VIP Auto Accessories. They do everything there, so you don't have to take it to a bunch of different vendors. They're part of the TMA ecosystem. They work with Design Air. They work with Munganess. It's VIP Auto Accessories. Tommy wants you to call them directly, 314-428-3900, or email them, tommy.cibulka at VIP Auto Accessories. Dot com. Doug, do you know anything about Marco Bertarelli? Well, sure, and you you would too if you had a bunch of knives that need sharpening because Marco Bertarelli is that's the gold standard when it comes to having your knives sharpened. Locally owned and operated family business on the hill where you can also get your nitro gloves. The price of gloves has skyrocketed over the past few years like so many other things, but if you've been following the famous glove blogger Tom Traven, and you should nice. be. He's a very good glove blogger. You know the need and demand for nitro gloves has returned in a big way. I don't know that there are any glove bloggers better known than Tom Traven. <laughs> These nitro gloves are perfect if you have a latex allergy or maybe you're working in the medical field and you need to touch a patient in a yucky area. Bertarelli has purchased truckloads of these gloves. They say these gloves are hard to find because of current conditions and with COVID making a bit of a comeback. They've got them in big numbers at Bertarelli. They've got pallets and pallets full of these nitro gloves. If you work in a medical company, this is where you would go to get them. If your company needs them, Bertarelli is your place to go. You know what they also do? They repair and maintain commercial-grade slicers. If you have one of those giant slicers that needs work, or you're looking to pick up a new one, Bertarelli can handle that also. They'll have you slicing like the Dickens. Bertarelli Cutlery is at 1927 Marconi Avenue on the Hill. The website is BertarelliCo.com for our longest-running sponsor, Bertarelli Cutlery. There it is. And, Jackson, you'd like to tell the people about the Wolfpack? 
Oh, absolutely. There Tim. it is. Yeah. So you've probably been hearing a lot about these rising interest rates and a shift in the market. But if you're looking to buy or sell a house, I'd like to talk to you about Trish Wolf and the Wolfpack. The Wolfpack is a top-producing realty group servicing the entire St. Louis metro area and surrounding counties, all the way out to the Lake of the Ozarks. You might have a lot of questions about this current real estate market from either a buyer's or a seller's perspective. Is it a good time to buy? Did I miss out on the seller's market from these past few years? Well, they have all the answers and more for you over at Wolfpack, powered by Worth Clark Realty. You give them a call at 314-807-WOLF, and Trish is going to answer that phone herself. That's what, you know, that's, they're going to get right down to business. They have knowledgeable agents with excellent strategies, and they are ready to work for you. If you don't believe me, here are some stats. The Wolfpack is in the top 5% nationwide on Zillow, and if you're selling your house, Wolfpack told me that on average they'll sell that home for over the list price. So whether you're buying or selling your house, the only realty group you need is the Wolfpack. They'll save you money on the buy side, and they'll make you money on the sell side. It's just that simple. Call them at 314-807-WOLF or visit their website. That's trishwolf.com. There it is. The Wolf Pack, a wonderful sponsor here. The Ryan Kelly Morning After, just like the appliance discounters, your hometown appliance source featuring major brands like GE. Appliance discounter sponsor of our 8 o'clock hour. Send your emails in for the Design Air Heating and Cooling email today, which comes your way in about an hour and 10 minutes. The Morning After at InsideSTL.com. The Morning After at InsideSTL. Dot com. Tim McKernan, Doug Vaughn, the Plowhawk Action Jackson with you. Chris Raby in today, filling in for Iggy. Uh, Tom Traven just wrote in, I am gloves. You like that when your glove blogger yeah. says, I am gloves. He's he's become bigger than the gloves he covers. <laughs> he's bigger than Gore-Tex. <laughs> Traven, you Tra- devil. Yeah. Very controversial club blogger. Uh, Mr. Maybe. Licks is uh, active, Doug. Uh, he has become either a fan favorite or hated by more people. He's he's very polarizing. Chris, where are you yeah. on Mr. Licks? Uh, can't stand him. Uh, <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. Is that right? He's just such a try-hard wannabe yeah. who... Who does he want to be? Uh, he... It must be you, Tim. Although I do like when he, he says that you had a spot-on Lexi Thompson take. <laughs> and then when he said he was honored to potentially but not quite have the same fridge as you. <laughs> All right, so I'm back in on Licks. You're back in on Licks. Oh, You're yeah. out on him. Hey, Tim, you had a Lexi Thompson take on Monday that was out of this world good. Actually, actually 100% in on Licks. I'd like to see a T-shirt that says that. For his Pepper and Genie takes. Yeah. He's very he's, critical he's of Pepper that. and Genie. Very critical of Pepper well, and Genie. Well, there's a little bit of meat on that bone. <laughs> you think there's some validity to it? I mean, who am I to judge any man's art form? But uh, when Iggy said at the end of Friday's show, boom, look at that. And I sat down and said, I don't know what we're going to talk about today. Well, you just said that you're going to watch Netflix over the weekend. And Plowsy said he was happy about getting out of a seven-year-old's birthday party. That was that was the program? That was the nuts and bolts of it. So back on with Licks. <laughs> you're back on board with Mr. Licks. I said to talk that one out. Uh, I don't know if Mr. Licks is on board necessarily with you. I don't know how to interpret this, just tuning in. Unfortunately, there wasn't a chili stand there. Arabi would have been there for four days. That's from Mr. Licks. Did I? Am I often, you know, going to bat for chilies on this show? I, I didn't know what the take meant, but I, you know. No, chilies in Texas Roadhouse, those are very underrated. There's, there's yeah. the gentleman who likes chilies. I think I, I, I think I said chilies is the goat of all airport <laughs> meals. The only one open. Probably. Yeah. yeah. Speaking of food, I have a, a weight loss question. Because I, I can't help you. I have become <laughs> a, a borderline fat. I was up almost at 200 pounds a 
couple of weeks ago, so I said, I'm not going to do this anymore. So I'm trying to lose weight, and I'm weighing myself all the time. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Last night, right before I go to bed, I step on the scale. It says 193 and a half. This morning, I wake up. I step right on the scale. It says 190. Yeah, water weight, sense. baby. How do you yeah. lose? How do you lose it well, you, if it's still in your body? The the uh, well, because mm. you burn you burn calories, burn about 700 calories overnight, depending on you know heart rate and health. But the the way to weigh yourself is always consistently at the same time recommended in the morning. Nike, ideally, you can take your plug out. Oh, uh, that's not part of the equation. It's yeah, gonna my mess gerbil, up. It's two yeah. pounds. And I See, that's the reason, Doug. It's going to mess you're up the numbers. Me, I lost right. three and a half pounds by sleeping? Well, you're not taking in any liquid. Well, most of us aren't taking yeah. in. But you're uh, not releasing anything either. Oh, you might not be. I'm here. Bill, Bill, Bill. But you think about it like. Yeah, what if somebody milks you? Well, I, mean, <laughs> I, I mean, you're not going to the bathroom or anything. So. You might. So where's the three, where's the three and a half pounds go? Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I don't know either. It's your body. I'm asking. I think you burn the most fat, like not other than exercise in you your sleep. I just wonder where does the weight go, though. I mean, you can't you can't create or where destroy matter. Go? You can't you can't destroy matter. There's still got to be three and a half pounds that went somewhere. All right, look at your bed sheets. <laughs> Neil deGrasse Tyson. <laughs> Tyson. He's, a, he's an astronomer. Isn't he? <laughs> That's he where the, the weight's going. <laughs> Into space. He's a he's a, all right, Zuckerberg. <laughs> I, I just don't know where the three. So you're saying I should only weigh myself first thing in the morning. <laughs> well, you're always you always weigh less there. Yeah, and I'm I'm just baffled by how three and a half pounds can disappear well, when during, you don't do anything during the summer. You're probably think of how much water you probably drink over an eight eight hour or six seven eight hour period, right? I drink a lot of water. Right, so you're not while you're sleeping. No, I can see why I wouldn't be gaining weight. Nor can I see. I would think the weight would be the same well, I if I don't told eat you. anything, <laughs> or if I don't go to the bathroom, if I don't eat anything. How, how does three and a half pounds? How do you lose that? It seems like the headline here is that you're slimming down for TV. Ooh, no. Yeah, you're a turn. No. Well, he demanded yeah, eight minutes for sports, and I think they're going to give it to I, him. I'm not. The king is back. Vaughn <laughs> takes his rightful no. seat at the right hand of no. sports in St. Louis. Sitting no. down one-on-one here is Eliah Drinkwitz. <laughs> That'd be a great sit-down. Oh, so the three and a half pounds just disappears into thin air somewhere? Doug, just to let you know, your shadow is back, and it looks like... Oh, you're you about to flight. flight that mic, bro. <laughs> At Speaking one point, of eating overnight. There you go. <laughs> All right. I just wanted to help you out. Thank you, Plowsy. You got it. Uh, Doug, it's body heat, a.k.a. boy perspiration. That's from the birthday hawk. So I sweated out three and a half pounds of sweat? I changed my sheets and our, so. our mattress cover looked a little... Oh, you got to wash that thing, bud. Yeah, so we washed that, but it looked like there was three pounds of sweat there. Oh, <laughs> More than that. How often... Do we, how often do you change your sheets, Plowboy? I'm gonna, twice a week. Twice a week? Yeah. Really? We, have, we have dogs, dude. I do laundry uh, every day, bro. Blankets. I mean, everything. Yeah, so I do sheets twice a week. I was going to say, I, I probably... Need to. Well, I just have a... I'm very blessed. I, I think I got in on that Brooklyn and deal. Oh, you went, you yeah. went over to New York to pick yeah, up Yeah, so sheets. I flew to New York. Business trip. Connected in Atlanta, then Charlotte. Got to New York. Went down to Brooklyn. Got the sheets. Nice. Came back to St. Louis. <laughs> Uh, and now use them. You're on the train. Oh. You just got like eight pairs of sheets. Yeah. So chilies. Cost you eight or nine hundred dollars to fly there to buy the sheets. <laughs> That's without chilies tab. Yeah. He had a coupon <laughs> code for. And three days. Off. They were both overnight layovers. <laughs> yeah. 
But they're great sheets. <laughs> they must be. <laughs> they must be. Uh, Colonel with us in 20 minutes here on the program. Come on in. The water is warm. Any questions, comments you have oh. for Gabriel P. DeArmond, uh, you are welcome to text those in, 314-881-TMA5. Uh, Doug, uh, Mike, and the Mad Dog did a podcast, and they're not happy that the Mets <laughs> retired Willie Mays' number. Oh. Take a listen. Dude, Dude, they I did retire I, his number? This one, I can't even. That's not right. You know, I, I haven't done anything on it yet, but and I know I'm a Mickey Mantle guy, but are we kidding with Willie Mays's oh, retirement, Willie God. Mays's number uh, with the Mets? I mean, uh, 50 years later, are we serious? Uh, Mike, I screamed about that all over the place. Are we serious? Willie Mays had 14 homers for the row. Mets and fell down in center field. Are we serious? He's retiring his number? These guys. And Willie Mays is a great, great Giants should retire his uniform from here to kingdom come. He's one of the greatest players of all time. We all know that. But let's be honest. He didn't do anything with the Mets. And I, I know Cohen's been a good owner. But what you know, Cohen wants to be a fan. He wants to talk about him. On he wants Instagram to be loved. And, is what he wants to be. He oh, wants to be he loved. Loves it. He he wants to be. He's, you know what he should be. He should be a talk show caller. He would have been great for you and me, <laughs> Stephen Greenback. Let's go. Let's go. Hey, but, hey, I'm yeah. telling you something. All he wants to do is go on the field and get an ovation. That's it. You know that. Hey, he's going to get plenty of them if he keeps buying players. Keep the Grom here. You'll get a lot of ovations. And I had no problem with Hernandez. No problem with no, that. No, listen. No I have, Keith. Keith was a, was a tremendous Met. I have no problem with Piazza. I have no problem with, with Keith getting his number retired. Absolutely not. How do you retire 50 years later Willie Mays' number? Willie Mays had 14 home runs as a Met. <laughs> And played 135 games. And, 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 was, and was nothing but was, trouble during that World Series. Hated Yogi and fell all over himself. Absolutely. I mean, I mean, come on. I mean, I, 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 I just—is it a big deal besides these two guys? Like, hey, Mike, do you think the New York Giants and the San Francisco Giants ever get together for dinner when they're in the same city? God. Like, there's just—it doesn't make sense to retire his number. Though. I think it's I get that. Disagree yeah. with. That. I mean, the Cardinals aren't going to retire Larry Walker's number. Well, I think it's that he just. Passed, and this is their way of honoring. Him, I right? think they should. Rec- anytime they retire a Met number, they have to get it through these two guys first. Ooh, for j- just for the record, the backstory on the number ticks. I was confused by it too, even though I wasn't around when it was going on when he was with the Mets. What was that? Seventy three was that, and they played in the World Series. I think. Yeah, good uh, that when he went to the Mets, the owner at the time, or the general manager, or something, made a promise that nobody would ever wear his number again. And so what Cohen was doing was honoring that promise. That's the backstory on it. If you just isolate it to his statistics, you go, what in the hell are they doing? Which I understand the question, but... (laughs) Anyway, the man said he was tripping all over himself (laughs) in center field. Was a disaster in that World Series. Well, he kind of was. I know, but It was sad to watch. It's like they believe that they evaluated his baseball qualifications as a Met... I can see Steve Cohen trying to think that that would endear himself even more to the fan base and the history of the team, but should have checked in with old Mike. <laughs> and Francesa does terrible eulogies. I remember when a guy Stan called— Stan Lee. Do we have Stan that? That's the, that is one of my favorite I'm, drops I, in show history. We got to look, look it up. It's, oh, yeah, that's where the Jesus drop comes from. His producer is just, cr- is just <laughs> cringing, just waiting for— <laughs> Eddie in Hoboken. What's up, Eddie? <laughs> hey, what's up, Mike? What's happening? Hey, Mike, Stan Lee died today. Did you ever meet the guy? What do you think of him? Stan Lee? 
Yeah, Stan Lee. I don't know who he is. I don't know who he is now. Jesus. <laughs> who is he? Who is he? Who is Stan Lee? He was one of the creators of Marvel Comics. Oh, who cares? Oh, what a wonderful, I mean, like he, wonderful tribute. <laughs> he just died like that morning or like That's that. correct. He had died that afternoon. Sure, the family was <laughs> couldn't help but tear up when, when that eulogy. He just does ways. not have a soul when it comes to Oh, that. who cares? It was probably Stan Lee's grandson who told him that one of his favorite memories was talking baseball with Mike Francesa when they met once at a Yankees game. Uh, they're angry in the text inbox because somebody, Chris, you're being blamed, Jackson's being blamed, said Willie Mays is dead. I didn't hear that. I said there. when he passed. Uh, they, yeah, But yeah, he's a lot, very much alive still. <laughs> he is. Yeah. What? Nurse. Doug, where's my nurse? Are you yeah. sure about that? He's I'm, 91 years old. I thought I... Yeah, he's very alive. Yeah. Did I say he's died? I think he said he recently passed, and that's why they did it. Well, when they retired his number. I don't oh, understand. Guys. That. Is that, is that man. Stanley? The guy <laughs> created Spider-Man. That was his oh, big created guy. Spider-Man? Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Stanley is Stanley is dead? Stanley is dead. Is, Willie yeah. Mays alive. Yes. Doug, there it is. He is. <laughs> Stanley we could play dead or alive. We could do sketches and bits. I wouldn't. Boy, I like playing dead or alive. I wouldn't have known Stanley either. I don't. I don't watch the Marvel stuff. I just right, don't. but Were that's you not your reaction. Would be different. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't say. Who cares. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you certainly wouldn't say who cares. Uh, Brian Henson, show him Budsman says oh. Kane is dead. Willie Mays is alive. That's from Brian Henson. He he covered the Colts uh, tie yesterday with the Texans. Yes, he did. Yeah, the feisty bunch down How much uh, NFL did you watch? I watched. I tried to watch a little of the Cowboys Bucks game at night, and that was dreadfully boring. Well, I'm glad I, I didn't. Well, I, I hardly watched it. I was. My son had a soccer game. I can't. I went out and played golf in the afternoon when it was. It became nice. It was brutal early on. That was like a little peak of November. Yeah. And uh, and I just didn't really watch that much. I think that has a lot to do with just not playing daily fantasy much anyway relative to what I did in the past and not really having an interest in gambling because that's that's why I would watch is for daily fantasy and for gambling purposes I oh. watch college football and I'm into that I'm not saying I don't like the NFL per se but I just I wasn't going to after the Missouri thing on Saturday I'm like I'm not going to waste my days in front of the TV yeah. anymore you know I just especially don't as long as stuff. the weather's still nice right. you can get out right? exactly. that, that, yes if the weather were crappy I would have been yeah. fine with watching I watched a little after. bit of the Packers Oh, you Vikings. got to watch the Drinkwitz offense. Yeah, what's going on <laughs> yeah. with your pack? That's Aaron Rodgers had nothing. He didn't seem like he was too happy with his wide receiving core. Yeah, that after that first play, I kind of knew. But I mean, you saw last year we lost thirty-eight to seven. I feel I mean, like it, they do this every year. Yeah, it, like Aaron Rodgers would say something to the GM or the coach, and they'll come out firing for forty plus. But yeah, the NFL to me, and people will go, "Well, you need to get red zone." If I need to get a channel just to show scoring plays, yeah. that's not an entertaining product. Like, oh, dude, red zone's incredible. Yeah, well, I know I get that red, but if you can't. What were people saying to you? you I, I said the NFL is so much more boring than college football. There's too many stoppages. It just there's really no upsets because they're all professional athletes making millions. Like it's just the Bears beat the Niners. Isn't that an upset? It was a monsoon. I just it, it solidified that college football is just so much better than the NFL. And the fact that you can watch a college game and don't need some form of red zone for my entertainment because I need scoring plays, yeah. that to me just, I mean, it, it just, I, I was a snooze fest for the three Col games. I watched. College games are five hours. That's what I was about and to I say. And I don't get Wait. bored and I don't turn them off. I think what, it's just the pageantry of it all. What I college think. games did you watch that you thought were 
very exceptional and exciting this weekend? I thought Texas-Alabama, outside of some of the refs, I think that ambiance, that atmosphere, along with the game itself, was, I was rather close. I was pulling hard for Texas. Me too. I really wanted them to win that. <clears throat> and they had it won. They, they could have sacked. Young right there, Boy, the 45. What a great, down. great, elusive move yeah. there by Bryce Young. I was, if anything, away. that that also irritated me about the Missouri game, that I felt like i got to watch that instead of watching Texas and yeah, Alabama. Both, yeah. it, it wasn't anybody's fault per se, but I'm just like, well, I have a responsibility to watch that. A&M and Appalachian State, I found myself, once I had committed to being inside for the day, I watched uh, watched some of that. Appalachian State's legitimate. I mean, that that, that, that was control of the trenches. To me, that's an indication of whether a win's a fluke or not. And that was legitimate. And I think with NIL, I think you're going to see more and more of a, a graying of the area between the Power Five and the Group of Five. I mean, you saw that with Marshall, Notre Dame, and uh, who else? There was another one. I well, mean, didn't App State do the same thing the week before with North Carolina? Where yeah, I mean, but North Carolina's expectations this year but, were a lot different. But I mean, it was six back in the country with Jimbo Fisher at the top. Yeah, I mean, it went 62 to 60, I think, was the crazy. And then to see them reload and do it six days later, a week later. On um, the road at College Station? I mean, I'm telling you, that's a a situation there. And now uh, Jimbo has to take on the U this weekend. I base this on nothing, but he seems like another big slime ball. Like another, like, (laughs) leave me alone, I'm smart. My Mount Rushmore of strictly... Judging a book by its cover. Oh, Plowhawk's going to have a vote here soon. College coaches who I think look like jerks. I'll say Mark Stoops at Kentucky always look like he's pissed off at someone. Brian Kelly's got to be on there. Brian Kelly, Jimbo Fisher, and got to get a dark horse for this last one. Plowhawk, you got any Maybe a Maybe your boy Drink. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. I, I, Smirky McSmirker. Does anybody look more unlikable than Bo Pelini? He was pretty bad. What yeah. is he doing these days? I don't know. He's got a great like, fake Twitter account. I think I love he should work one. at like a, like a home and garden center. That's kind of the vibe I get. But look at the upsets in college football and just compared to the— I, to me, it's just the pageantry in college football. It's completely different. And I guess if you have a betting but, interest and a rooting interest in the NFL. But I still found myself during the Packer game just wondering when it's going to get entertaining. If you're there, I understand the pageantry, but do you really feel— College pageantry watching. One hundred percent watching Texas Alabama. Well, right, I but that, that's like a blue blood like. But you get all those games. Kentucky, Florida was a great game. I mean, you had Arkansas as well. Well, there I were good games, games in the NFL. There were like three or four games that came down to the. Last well, you, you, you saw missed kicks and tie games, and I, I, I don't know. Yeah, there were some come from behinds, but overall, I don't know if the product is as good as what it used to be. I would say that the atmosphere of college is way ahead. I agree with you there, oh, yeah. but the. Product on the field, the NFL, you can't compare. I mean, there's nobody like Justin Jefferson put on absolute. That was out great there to yesterday. watch. No, I, I I get it. I agree. There were there was some highlights, but to me, I just find myself so much more interested in college football. The That's games fair. are so long. Some people like some things. Some people don't like other things. Yeah, oh, wow! Wow! Common I, ground has been found. I appreciate it, Jackson. I know uh, they'll I, never go backwards because you'll never get rid of television money. But I wish college games could get down to that three-hour, fifteen-minute like mm. the NFL. I mean, some of, it's just the, the first down clock stoppages are just brutal. And then the timeouts with five seconds left to get a mercy <laughs> touchdown is also not well, very Well, sometimes to watch. you just got to punch it in. When yeah. I watched that, I, I, just, I couldn't even put a tweet out. I was just waiting well, for everybody out. Shocking because you were very active. <laughs> yeah, I, know, needed, the, I needed to be. Had that, what ben was Fredrickson it? was critical of it too. Just like, yeah, Gabe's like, I, I will recognize the score is 40 to 6. I will not recognize <laughs> that the head coach of an SEC school had to go high school and call a timeout. 
and get his final six points. What a, like, and it took an untimed down yeah. to do it. Yeah, where his quarterback, his starting quarterback, the guy he said after the game, his, his quarterback was decapitated on the play before. <laughs> but he's going to get that... Yeah. An untimed down <laughs> scoring play to still lose by 30. Yeah, it's Drinkwood's definitely fourth on that Mount Rushmore for me. <laughs> he just moved him to four. He just moved him to four. Uh, Jackson, you got a question here. It's Sidney Sweeney's birthday. How is that oh. milky virgin honoring his queen? That's from Chauncey. Happy birthday, queen. And I, that's, 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 that's what I got. What makes I, her the queen? Just queen. You, not, there's no the in front. What makes her the queen? Again, it's just, <laughs> it's just it's like saying fam. Okay. Like, welcome back to TV, fam. Don't say fam either. I can't. So what makes her the queen? <laughs> Doug? She's a queen because she's great. All right. And I'm not a milky virgin, so kiss my ass, John. <laughs> ah! Ah! Simpy, simpy. Mizzou lost. I can't be putting up with this nonsense today. Oh, man. I got 101 coming up in an hour. Oh, man. Ten minutes. What do you think they're going to be unhappy? I don't know if they're going to be unhappy about anything. <laughs> oh, my God. They don't care about Missouri. You're right, but they, they'll they get on me. But they're not happy they about get, anything. That's accurate, but, but, but I mean, pools at a home run. The Blues are starting up soon. That's big. I know it's going to be incredible to figure out what they're going to be upset with me about, but it'll be something. You got to. Well, you slip. do work in those WNBA updates at ten thirty, uh, and that, oh, that's right. What a blown, what a blown series by the sky. I mean, just an opportunity to send Candace Parker out the right way. Just yeah. a joke. Yeah, they fumbled the bag. What are you gonna do? Connecticut. What a joke that team is. Yeah, that won't stop though. NBA and WNBA updates three six five. Round the clock. WNBA updates as well. <laughs> three six. Five. Well, when the NBA isn't playing, yeah. You need basketball. How many people highlights? in St. Louis you think are interested in the WNBA? <laughs> oh, Doug, I wouldn't even put. I don't Got even a couple know in this room. There's <laughs> metrics to judge that. Couple, couple three. Yeah, three, I am. Yeah, That's all that matters. You really watch the WNBA? Yeah, final. It's good ball. It's fundamental it's basketball. <laughs> Good Crisp bounce passing. What when you? I'm looking. I, I need my basketball fix, and in the summer, that's the WNBA. Candace Parker okay. was straight getting buckets, Doug. She turned back the clock. <laughs> Did Raby renew his blimp pilot's license? Will he be back at Enterprise this year? Thanks. That's from Bobby Tejas. Blimpy. We are. In negotiations, oh, negotiations for the Blimp sponsorship. Oh, wow. Uh, because Marco Bertarelli said he'd be interested in just dropping knives from the Blimp. <laughs> and, uh, you know, catch some some sharp knives. Bertarelli cutlery. Uh, That'd be more interesting to get a steak knife <laughs> yeah. on the top of the skull. Uh, in Washington at Verizon for Wizards and Capitals games, they had a Chipotle burrito gun, but there were fist fights over the burritos that were getting shot into the stand. Oh, really? So they were real burritos. They were shooting burritos. <laughs> So they had to stop doing that. That they sounds like something St. Louis would adopt. No, they wrap them up real tight. Oh, Better burritos than bullets flying around the city. Yeah. So people would duke it out over who got the burrito. They couldn't yeah. cut it in half or anything and share it. If you had a knife drop, then oh, you'd be able to. Take care of that problem yeah, as well. Up. You ever seen people fight over something more inconsequential than one of those quadruple XL, like, bank <laughs> T-shirts? Oh, my God. I mean, people, it's like they're dropping gold bricks from the ceiling. <laughs> My I get kid it. deserves it. No, my kid really wants it. If you want a free chips and a drink when you buy any Schlotzky's original regular sub, I get it. But, I mean. They never fit. Yeah, they're, they're always larger than even some of your walrus offerings. What always fits is fistful of bourbon, Doug. There's a lot of common mm-hmm. sense and Western wisdom. Like, don't squat with your spurs on and always drink upstream from the fan page. Chris, you still on the fan page? 
I lurk, but uh, generally no. Um, but theoretically, your account is on. Oh yeah, I okay. think that my avatar is low slow. My picture is low slowly boys. Oh, is it really? And I have zero friends. Nice, Aggie <laughs> Burner. <laughs> yeah. Uh, there's also some Western wisdom that's less common, like never steal from a bear what you can't make for yourself, or a twink doesn't know his worth until he's eye to eye with a rattlesnake holding a toad. I'm sure there's a good lesson in there somewhere, but there's one lesson that's perfectly clear: fistful of bourbons, an award-winning blend of five straight bourbons, and as smooth as a banker on Friday. Get wise, pick up a bottle today. Don't be a damn fool. Please enjoy responsibly. Imported by William Grandsons, New York, New York. Jackson, can you tell us about uh, Mark Hanna of Evergreen Wolf Strategies. Absolutely. Mark Hanna's the best, man. You won't be fighting over coupons when you're working with Mark Hanna. You won't be worried about stuff like that because you're saving money every single month. That's the key to Mark Hanna. It's about the act of saving, not necessarily the dollar amount. You you might get there, you might get to a point, but just getting into the act of saving money is so important. That's just one of the many strategies that Mark Hanna can give to you. He He gave that to me. I know he works with Doug and with Prod Joe and a ton of our audience members, and everyone says the same thing. I can speak for everybody to say that Mark Hanna is the best. He's a wonderful human being. He's extremely knowledgeable, and he's the exact kind of person you want helping you out with your financial future. So if you don't have anybody, Get in touch with Mark Hanna, and he'll straighten you out. If you already have somebody, consider making the switch over to Mark, because like I said, he's the best in the business. How about that? 314-889-0503 or go online at evergreenstl.com. Send your emails in. Design air, heating, and cooling. Email today, the morning after at insidestl.com. That comes your way at 945. Jackson and I will we'll deal with it, Doug, at 10 o'clock. Uh, Come and get your whooping. Uh, the one-hour award-winning balloon party program. Uh, you can leave a mic drop there. I wonder if Stephen Wildwood was watching anything in Manhattan, Kansas on Saturday. Uh, you can leave your mic drops using the 101 ESPN app. And uh, the Colonel is going to join us. Any questions, comments you have for Gabe DeArmond of PowerMizzou.com, presented by James Carlton, send them in, 314-881-TMA5. The Colonel joins us next to talk about mm. Missouri and K-State and the state of the program. That's next in our Maggie O'Brien's 9 o'clock hour as we close out the appliance discounters 8 o'clock hour here from the Michelob Ultra Studios on the Ryan Kelly morning after.